everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. Today we are talking about the off-network uh, Christmas uh, movies that we saw over this last weekend. And we're covering four different Lifetime movies and a couple other films I'm going to briefly talk about. Uh, but I am film critic Rachel Wagner and I have a special guest with me today. Today, Gina is here from the Cozy Cabin podcast. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate yeah. it. We kind of finally yeah. dusted everything off and we got the cabin open again. Yay, I know. I'm so glad. I know you had a pretty uh, uh, crazy fall, we as we all have had. Uh, but you're back uh, covering some Christmas movies. And why don't you, for people that are new to your podcast, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and about what you do on the podcast? Yeah, so uh, my my uh, podcast partner and I, Emily, we um, wanted, well, we have an absolute love for Hallmark movies, um, and we decided last year that we were going to take our love and do something about it, so uh -huh. and we, wanted, we wanted everyone to feel welcome, and we wanted a place that was warm and cozy, so we built the cozy cabin, and we sit around and talk about Hallmark movies, um, we drink cozy drinks and we have a really good time yeah yeah I'm so glad to have you back I I wasn't able to be on the last episode that you were on of our podcast that was mm -hmm. way back in January yeah we were just reliving uh, that today so, <laughs> so so glad to finally get to talk with you and yeah we're gonna talk in some lifetime uh lifetime movies I would say that this weekend was a little bit stronger than some of the previous weekends. I would agree. Uh, the, their their slate hasn't been as good as Hallmark's this year as a whole, mm -hmm. but uh, they had some decent ones, I thought, this weekend, and uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, and I have three other little reviews that I'm going to sprinkle in uh, mm -hmm. amongst all of these. Uh, one I wanted to talk about first before we get to the first uh, first Lifetime is called The Christmas Dilemma. This is on TV One. And this movie uh, is, if you like the sort of family shenanigans type of holiday movie, then I think you, people might enjoy it. It does have quite a bit of mature content. Um, so it probably not going to be for the average Hallmarkies listener. Um, there's a long scene in an exotic club and there's some other things like that. So <laughs> I guess it won't be for everyone, but I did appreciate the fact it's the only holiday film I have seen this year that has talked about Kwanzaa. So okay. if people celebrate that, that's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. And it's directed by Essence Adkins and she did a really good one last year for TV one called coins for Christmas and with her acting in it and uh and then there was a follow-up to coins for christmas this year uh and this summer that was also quite good uh so if uh i would recommend coins for christmas if they replay it over this uh new christmas dilemma but yeah, if it sounds like your thing, go give it a shot. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, let's talk about Too Close for Christmas. 
This is uh, uh, stars Chad Michael Murray uh-huh. and Jessica Landis, mm-hmm. and it's a woman's feelings starts starts to change when she reluctantly spends Christmas with the man responsible for ending her last relationship. So overall, before we dive into it, what was your overall thoughts about this movie? Well, I'm a huge, actually, I'm a fan of both both actors. And especially Chad Michael Murray, he legitimately cracks me up. So I, I kind of love his shenanigans. And he always has shenanigans. Like whatever his role yeah. is, you know, he's that that's kind of always his backstory is he's this, you know, uh, playboy kind of guy that's always into shenanigans. And so I I was ready for that and and I liked um I liked the whole idea of the adoption. That, I love the the fact that she was adopted. That that was an interesting storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then showing up, and and he's there, and then it's the whole Barnett family Christmas. So I thought it was very cozy, very um, you know, very Christmassy. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fine. I enjoyed it. It was pretty uh, pretty standard to me. It was pretty. Mm-hmm by the books but that's not necessarily a bad thing i like uh these two leads quite a bit except for i don't know what was happening with his hair it was very <laughs> distracting <laughs> like i try not to comment on actor's personal appearance too much but it was a weird color and it was all over the place i said it looked like guy fieri's hairdresser had like wandered in and styled his hair and i was like what's happening it was all spiky and all over the place yes it's very funny you should say that because halfway through the movie i actually wrote down it looks like he slept on his hair and went right to work (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was like it was i don't know it was like people had like played with his hair and then it was like swiped over and then it was a really weird color and i was just like what is happening? I mean, I know that we've gotten a lot of quarantine hair. Yeah, this that's true. Season. That's true. And 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 that's been interesting. <laughs> but I don't know what he did with his his quarantine hair was like kind of styled, but then not styled. It but was you know, I've always been really so jealous of hair like that because he literally could walk out of his trailer and go straight to work. <laughs> No one would know. No one would know. I think not only could he, he did. He did. (laughs) I think he did. It's exactly what happened. Yeah. (laughs) So that was very strange. (laughs) I also thought this was so strange, the way that they kept shaming her for eating too much granola. Like, what is wrong (laughs) with eating granola? Like she was almost like embarrassed. Yeah, you keep eating granola. I'm like, what? But she was like, they made her out to be like a granola hoarder because she had it in her her pockets and in her clothes, and she was always nibbling in these little bags. I'm like, it's really not that big of a deal. I know. I mean, it's not like (laughs) I was just I I I was just kind of baffled by it. I'm like, it's a perfectly respectable (laughs) snack. Yeah. I was just like, well, at the very um, beginning, when she had all the little bags beside her in the car, I seriously thought she was eating like cheeseburgers or something. I'm like, oh, okay, because you know she's got this great body, and then yeah. she's eating a ton of cheeseburgers. I see why she would hide it, but no, she was eating granola. 
Yeah. So, it's yeah. a perfectly normal snack. Okay, you can do that. Right? I don't know. It was definitely a pro. It was a problem for her. <laughs> it's like granola equaled stuck up in the world of this movie. <laughs> Got to be more of a free spirit yeah, and eat right. less granola. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that, that was confusing. But for the most part, <laughs> it was a fun enough movie. I... I thought that her reason for hating him was pretty weak. I don't know. What do you think about Very because weak. he he had stood up. He had said something about how she deserved better, right? And it had caused her to sort of rethink her relationship. But she was mad at him for pointing out that she was in a bad relationship. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't you be kind of grateful, right? Well, yeah, and I think that he was even taken aback why he, she was mad you know yeah he was like yeah, i was that's just right saying it like it was what's the big deal yeah so, yeah the whole she thing was like you're been... mad at me yeah because i mean i guess she just wanted to blame somebody for the breakup of her relationship yes and she pegged it all on him yeah so she blamed it on him yeah which he sounds like he was a really lame guy so right. <laughs> again she should be grateful well, he had her uh, qualifications. He had a British accent and a suit. So mm-hmm. that's what she right. had been going for up to that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite Jessica Loundis uh, Hallmark role? Oh, I like the the Pemberley. Mm-hmm. The one where she the one where she sings yeah. at the end. That she has such yeah. a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. She has such a beautiful. Yeah. Voice that's i like magical christmas ornaments too the one thing i like about magical christmas ornaments is that uh is that she kind of doesn't like christmas and the script doesn't make a big deal out of it like it's <laughs> it's like really unusual yeah, and good. yeah she's just kind of like not into it and she's busy and <laughs> and uh there's also the evil podcaster in that movie which makes me laugh because it's very <laughs> because her ex is like went on a podcast very (laughs) very questionable um but that one's probably my favorite of hers i think yeah but um uh, but anyway and so yeah she can be a lot of fun and uh then you have his they're all visiting for the weekend Mm -hmm. his mom uh is sick and he's the brother of her brother-in-law correct right 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 Mm -hmm. paul chad michael murray's character and so his mom gives him a to-do list Mm -hmm. right right to get done because she's sick well then her sister is pregnant and can't help so she says will you help paul right and (laughs) i forget what the brother-in-law is doing well he's, um, but... he's tending to his pregnant wife and right, so okay. of course with the list and then you know yeah. hilarity ensues. so the, the list ends up involving ice skating christmas tree of course selection mm-hmm. and planning the town event yes <laughs> yeah and uh, so that's a lot of shenanigans going on and then they had she gets the promotion at work she's mm-hmm. like an event planner 
correct? Right. Which most, yes, most people are. Yeah, that's right. Or a photographer. <laughs> so that's like the other yeah. job in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> photographer. If they want to make him like a creative type, <laughs> as a photographer. Um, so he, she gives him these special cufflinks. Uh-huh. They have a near kiss by the fire. Yep. And then I was proud of her because she had such a pretty dress for the gala. Yes. And it was red. Mm-hmm. which I don't like it when they wear black dresses in these movies. So I was so happy to see her with a, with a red dress, with a very pretty dress. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of confused. So she breaks up with him or they have a fight because he travels too much. And that's a problem. Yeah. I Right. You know, the, the writing's not the best. I mean, the script, I mean, for that point, you could have made a better point. There could have been a better fight. It just, it didn't hold water with me. Yeah. I was kind of like, um, when did this become a problem for her character? And if he travels, you you don't have any children. It's not like either of you have children or right. So what? Who cares? <laughs> What's the um, but anyway, and then he makes her this interesting clock. What did you think of the clock? Well, it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> The, well the elf alarm in his room from fifth grade was hilarious yeah and that thing was like a screaming goat when yeah. it went off it was yeah. horrible so i mean it was cute you know it was cute i liked it interesting code for terrifying <laughs> um it was, it was an interesting clock um but uh but that winds are over yeah. they make up, up uh there's the uh, the um uh carriage ride uh christmas morning and she's like oh i'm not gonna go but then he's there mm-hmm. and so yeah i mean this like i said to me this is like a classic it checks all the boxes it's perfectly fine i didn't like love it but it it's fine uh yeah. so i would give it like a 3.5 stars out of five out of five yeah i would yeah. i would yeah i would easily say a three because like you said it does it definitely checks all the boxes good act i mean the stars that they're you know yeah they bring it they bring it definitely um but yeah I, and i would i would probably have it on again i don't know that mm-hmm. i would sit and watch it but i would have it on <laughs> you just have a background it, yeah. it passes background yeah. uh, <laughs> it's okay good and you'll never think of granola the same way after watching never. this movie never never never, <laughs> never again. maybe it was if it had been like christmas granola like with <laughs> i don't know <laughs> cinnamon and yeah. that's not yeah uh, that's right uh, all right well next up we had let's meet again on christmas eve and this was written by friend of the podcast carly smale who we love and she is such a great writer and i love her uh christmas uh christmas pen pals so much if you mm-hmm. have you seen christmas pen pals i have not oh You've got to see it. Well, it's I will now. One of my favorites, okay. Sarah Drew, and and uh, she also did Snowden Christmas with Andrew Walker and okay. Jesse. Now and, you're uh, talking. Yeah, uh, Bethany Joy Lentz. 
She's a really fun writer. And I would say that that is the strongest part of this movie is the writing, I think. Uh, but overall, would you, I guess I should say what it is. Just one sec. So Let's Meet Again on Christmas Eve stars Kyla Pratt and Brooke Starnell. And it is a couple miss their shot at romance, only finds that they're uh, reunited, only to find that they are reunited couple years later while they are thrust into joint event planning for a Christmas wedding. Mm -hmm. So overall, what did you think about this one? Well, I, I have to tell you, I sat down to watch it in the very beginning where we had the narrators begin the tale that captured uh -huh. me right away because it was so yeah. magical and endearing and I loved it. I loved the backstory. So um, it held my attention the entire time, which is, is difficult for me because I have a three-year-old and, uh, but it, it definitely, it held my attention. It was interesting. It was uh, very Christmassy and cozy. Um, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. This one was pretty good. I enjoyed it too overall. I I I do think it's a little bit hard with uh with Kyla because she uh, she has such a a young voice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I kind of wish they had kept her character in that uh in that college setting. <laughs> um but I don't know. I feel like it makes it a little hard for me to feel the chemistry between her and the leads that she's in in these romantic movies because she seems so much younger than she really is you know that's interesting um, because there was something amiss for me and i couldn't nail mm -hmm. it and that's what it was yeah and she seems like a sweetheart she does a good job it's just something out of her control and i feel bad for saying that but it just seems it does hurt the chemistry a little bit but aside from that i i still enjoyed it it was a cute movie it's it starts out with them in college mm -hmm. they are in love and he is got this chance to go to italy for this uh two-year program where he's going to train to be a photographer <laughs> sometimes they give the photographers are are men uh in these movies <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I I guess I always want to say like nobody go abroad when you're in love. Like, it just leads to problems. But it just so, comes up all the time. Well, immediately when they were they said they decide contract meet in two years, and my wife and I looked at each other and said um, an affair to remember. So we're like, okay, obviously they're one of them's not going to be there in two years. And I, I felt like the reason that they should not have been there or would not have been there should have been much more epic. Yeah. So he kind of thinks that she's with somebody else and it just doesn't feel like it's, uh, feels like she kind of judges her and says, oh, it wasn't real to you. It wasn't a real commitment, whatever. He decides not me. to go. Right. He saw and, that contract as a breakup. Yeah, so and, they make this contract with this tale of the shoemaker mm -hmm. and that uh, that had a love and they made a contract or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember um, exactly. But they agree to meet again in two years, but it fails. And you're right. I do also agree that that 
because spoiler alert there's like a much 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 bigger reason in an affair to remember why they don't meet up exactly yeah i mean a bus looking up involved here you know yeah something should have been involved here and it was just like "Eh, i I thought you broke up with me so i didn't show up yeah you were the closest place to heaven (laughs) and (laughs) you were there uh yeah the best and if you think you like sleepless in seattle then you need to see an affair to remember oh yes both good movies but <laughs> so I, I i thought too like, the very first time that they see each other is at the wedding or the venue for the wedding because yes he's the photographer Planning. she's the planner um and the first time they see each other i i think to myself i would have grabbed him and said where were you yeah you know, it is also calm and laid back. Like, <laughs> I mean, I deal. guess they're professionals. I guess. Um, I mean, it is kind of interesting that they need the photographer to be involved in all of the planning <laughs> phases of the wedding. Like, usually the photographer, I think, just maybe shows up to the rehearsal. Maybe. <laughs> but this is a vow renewal. Mm-hmm. And it's very hardcore. This vow renewal. Yes, it is. There's... Uh, there's uh there's their daughter tracy what did you think what of did her? you think yeah i'm curious she was <laughs> hilarious i loved her and she was totally over the top and ridiculous Very. but i still thought she was really funny was she fun <laughs> i thought she was hilarious and then she became endearing yes like if you saw her you know show the love for her parents then i was like oh, okay i love her um but yes she was hilarious yeah agreed and she, <laughs> she's kind of like sort of a Cher Horowitz type kind of yeah. type character, like very. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. What did you think of uh, the uh, the family Christmas charades? Yeah, that was, uh, well, neither one of them wanted to have any part of that, um, but they reluctantly went along with it. Yeah. Um, See, my family does nothing like that. So I feel like it's unfair of me to judge. <laughs> uh-huh. I thought it was a highlight of the film. I mean, my 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 family is big into games. Uh-huh. So that was really fun. And I totally want to play Christmas family charades. Uh, if we're ever able to get together. Yeah. Can you do it over <laughs> Zoom right now? Because that's going to yeah. be it. Yeah. Um, and so they go wedding dress shopping. Mm-hmm. They purchase a wedding dress for, I forgot to write down the name of the person who's having the vow renewal. Uh, but uh, but they purchase a dress for her. Right. And uh, the uh, then you have the charades. And we find out that, that Kyla's character, that her dad has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And she, he's forgetting who she is. And she's just really devastated. And, and, and so... You, you kind of know all along that something's going on. Because every time he mentions her dad, she has, you know, there's, right. some, there's a reluctance there. So we, we know something's going on. Yeah, that's right. And so he rents out the, the ice skating rink in town mm-hmm. and for her. And they actually have a pretty early kiss in this movie. Yeah, very early. Fun yeah and then she freaks out because she realizes that she left the 
dress, the wedding dress at the right. cleaners. And the, and the lady's on vacation, so that's it. Yeah, so she can't get a dress. And it's a huge problem. And they're going to fire her. And Okay, and I have a bit yeah. of a problem with this. Because they have been, like, super laid back, highly supportive. Right. And she's been able to fix every problem. And then suddenly it's, you know, the end of the world. Well, like, especially because you're asking somebody to plan this somewhat large event or this important event in like what two, three days, right? I think. I mean, I mean, really, she found you one dress; she can find you another one. Everyone, just calm down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and I think I felt like Tracy was kind of trying to say that, like, calm down. Yeah, it'll yeah. work out. It'll be okay. I'll fix and, it. Yeah. But then she kind of blames him. She's sort of mad at him. Oh, which she I lets didn't him like. have it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you distract me and I got to you know, work on my career, which I just, I mean, the, the amount of, of trouble that careers cause during Christmas time in these movies, it's just <laughs> like nobody work at all. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> i'm reaching the point in my christmas viewing that, that I, I start to have garland overload you didn't as much in this movie but i start to get oh. a little crazy when i when i start seeing like garland on the uh range hood and yep. over every yep. piece of molding yep. <laughs> so we have a running joke on our podcast because i am the queen of decorating and i always <laughs> try to get garland in a room to see how much I can push it. So that's yeah. our, uh, I added Garland to the upper, like the, the ceiling part of our room, just to, to see what my wife would say. She's fine with it so far. So see, last yeah. weekend I was on the roof adding Garland. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, that's when you know you married well. When they're yeah. just like, oh, look at you and I your shenanigans. Yes. Your Garland. She's so <laughs> supportive. When I got stuck on the roof, she was totally fine with it. She talked me down. <laughs> I That's couple goals right there. Relationship goals right now. <laughs> Someone who will talk you down on the roof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there's also, it's the, it's their, it's the couple's uncle. Yes, right? Uncle Bernie. There. He's there to do the, he's the officiant. Mm-hmm. And he also is a shoemaker. Uh-huh. And yeah very subtle yes and and so uh he he tries to like get everybody to calm down and uh, you know basically says like you were able to find a wedding dress you were able to find another and so she does she calls and calls and calls and uh and then they uh tracy tells uh kyla's character to about rob and that he hasn't dated anybody since college and that basically that he's not interested and she must have she must have been so amazing that girl in college because he's had no interest in anybody else (laughs) i really like that that was and then see her face which is like oh good and so then we have the wedding and they were very careful to say oh only 25 people uh you know obviously that was a COVID thing uh-huh. but uh so they were able to kind of get away with it being small 
and I, I, I think that uh, they, they had a, it was a pretty wedding. I would be very irritated though, even outside of COVID, if anyone invited me to a Christmas Eve wedding vow renewal, because a vow renewal you can do anytime. Yes. I don't, you're taking up my Christmas Eve for your vow renewal. I would agree. But my only, my only caveat to that is if they're paying for the entire thing, it is at an inn in Connecticut. So maybe if I'm taking my family with me, I could suffer through for a year. Maybe, maybe, but it's just like, that's when, that's when you're with families, Christmas Eve, right. almost more than Christmas. I would be, uh, cause like once you open the presents on Christmas, there's really not a ton going on, at least in my house. Uh, you know, you're just kind of playing with the games and toys and stuff like that. So like if something was on Christmas evening, that would be fine actually for me, but Christmas Eve evening, I have lots going on. <laughs> Don't so you're out. Something. You're out. No, don't invite me to your vow renewal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I guess if it's a destination wedding and I get to go somewhere really amazing, I I will I will attend. Yeah. But you'll consider other than that, it. pick a different day. You yeah. can do it the twenty second or the twenty third. <laughs> don't do it on Christmas Eve. But have me out by the twenty fourth. Yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. But anyway, so she leaves mm-hmm. and kind of chasing her down. She thinks that I forget why she leaves. I she's she's mad at him for some reason. She doesn't. Well, she he, doesn't, he had said, let's do a redo. And she just yeah, the, the whole she, thing is kind of blowing up. But then Bernie yeah. gives them the two stockings. So Bernie's yeah. like a touch of magic in the movie. Yeah, he's like a wink, wink kind yeah. of Christmas magic. And so then she goes to the tree and she's talking to the tree and there he is. Yay. Right on the other <laughs> side. Yeah. And they both have their, their sides of the contract. Yep. And they both end up happily ever after. The only oh. thing that was missing for me was I really, really wish that they would have done the narrator at the end as well. That would have been nice. I agree. Yeah, because that that would have yeah. you know put a nice little bookend on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we should have gotten a happy ending for Tracy as well, mm-hmm. because she's hilarious. <laughs> could have ended up with somebody like at the wedding or whatever that she meets her. They could have done a year later. Yeah, that that's, would have been good. That's my yeah. favorite thing about movies is when they do a year later. Yeah, they're also they also had the uh, the reason why he didn't show up at the at the tree was because she he thought that she was dating her boss who her boss is gay and it was kind of like really a couple questions could have cleared that right up for you (laughs) i mean come on like she said if you just would have looked up who victor was right right she would have seen pictures of him and and his husband yeah clear the little facebook search yeah (laughs) solved all the problems years seven years uh, of problems yeah. right exactly so how many stars did you give this one mm, i would probably say 3.5 
Yeah, I agree. I like I said I think the writing elevated it. Uh and it was it was fun. I yes, 3.5 as well for me. Hi everybody, we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Care of, and Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. What they do is they have high quality products that meet personalization. If you go onto their website, takecareof.com, you can take their online quiz. And this quiz is a five-minute quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. It only takes a few seconds. And when I took the quiz, we we're able to narrow it down to my sleep needs being my highest point of concern. And we we're able to get the vitamin plan that I needed for that concern. Care-of's holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your home. They have products that are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Care-of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. And you get recommendations come in daily, individualized, wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into routine. And I think if you were looking for a stocking stuffer or a gift for a athlete or uh, anybody really in your life, I think that a subscription to care of is a perfect choice. Right now, the seasons are changing. It's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. Care's products go beyond vitamins and supplements to include protein powders and boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in these colder months. So check out Care of. I think you'll really enjoy the products and it could be perfect for anybody in your life. You're looking for a unique, thoughtful gift. Check out Care of for 50% off your first Care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. That's 50% off your first Care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. Uh, so one bizarre christmas movie that came out this year if people are looking for something different i can't say i'd recommend it even then is a movie called <laughs> a movie called fat man which has mel gibson playing a disgruntled angry santa and uh, i actually am up for uh for different kinds of christmas movies darker fair like i as much as i cover all the hallmark fair I'm fine with something like Gremlins or Anne in the Apocalypse or, you know, whatever. And uh, so I'm I'm good with it, but it just wasn't that well done. And I feel like something that's about a disgruntled Santa should have kind of a twinkle in its eye and be a little campy. Mm-hmm, I, I kept agree. thinking of, I kept thinking of in Scrooge with the uh, the night the reindeer died the the advertisement at the beginning of Scrooge <laughs> Lee Majors action film. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and I, I felt like that the instead of doing that for this movie, they went totally realistic and gritty and kind of just unpleasant. I I didn't enjoy it. And but the only reason I mention it is because I was on a podcast where we talked all about it and kind of other uh different uh against the grain kind of christmas movies mm-hmm. uh called the it's podcast is called the lamb cast 
And so people, if they want to hear more from me, not that you don't get enough of me, <laughs> check that out. I think you might enjoy it. It was fun. Uh, even though I didn't love the movie, it was fun to be on there. So uh, it's good to hear your take on it because I saw that um, on iTunes and I was wondering, yeah. I was wondering how it, how it went. So I like the idea in theory, but not in execution. So that's my, I feel like it should have been more fun with Mel Gibson and Walter Goggins and people like that mm-hmm. uh, involved. And uh, it's well made as far as cinematography and all that kind of stuff, but not for me. Okay. So, all right. Next, we have Christmas Ever After. I'm so excited to talk to you about this movie. Okay. <laughs> um, so, this stars Daniel D. Tommaso and Ali Stroker. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Pat Keeley, who I got to talk to and interviewed this week. And it's popular romance novelist Izzy Simmons spends every Christmas at her favorite snowy bed and breakfast. But this year, she's faced with an impending deadline and a severe case of writer's block. Luckily, inspiration strikes in the unlikely form of the B&B's new owner, Matt, who bears an uncanny resemblance to Izzy's novels' handsome hero. As both partake in the Lodge's annual itinerary of christmas activities izzy's writer's block is cured and the first pages of her and matt's own love story may just be beginning (laughs) so what overall did you think about this movie um it was i liked it i think that i wish that um our two leads would have had a little more chemistry together Uh um i didn't it was really hard she was an utter joy to watch on screen. Yeah. I mean, she was so incredibly like filled with a Christmas spirit. I absolutely love uh-huh. that. I love that she travels to this place and has her Christmas every year. And she knows the town, the town knows her. Um, I just, that, that's the only thing I liked the story. I liked everything. I just wish they would have had a little more chemistry. That's interesting. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I actually got to see it early uh-huh. So I've been like sitting on this movie for like three weeks waiting for everybody else to see it because I have, I, I was lucky to be able to get to screen it early. And I just love this movie. I think I actually don't have a problem with their chemistry. Really? Um, yeah. I thought that they did. They had pretty good chemistry, but I just loved her. I completely agree with you. I thought she was so delightful oh, and yes. I loved the story. I thought it was so funny. The whole idea of her seeing the man from her, her romance novels and like freaking out i just i really thought that was a funny script and i i do think it meant something to me the fact that we have our first heroine in a wheelchair and the way that the film kind of treated that was just so great i felt like it wasn't even a part of the story. She just was who she was. And that's awesome. I agree a hundred percent because that's exactly the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. I, I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. she, it, it. It's hilarious when she is, you know, she's got this writer's block um, and she wheels into town and literally almost hits him. Yeah. yeah. So she it was so good. On, she goes up on the sidewalk and then there is the lead character of yeah. her books right in front of her car. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I also love the fact that she is calling her boss, the editor or whatever, uh-huh. from her car. And she's yeah. like, well, it's a good thing because I'm heading there right now. <laughs> she was just, there was no like hemming and hawing. Am I going to, should I go to the, to the inn for Christmas yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. She was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way. So <laughs> it was so funny. And I don't know. I, I, yeah, I love the fact that she, because if you think about it, like how, how, how do you do the meet cute with her, like with her being, cause you, I don't know. You wouldn't want her like running into him with her wheelchair. Like that would be weird. I feel like uh-huh. so the fact that she like practically crashes into him was right. hilarious. I thought, and, and they, they, they never really—he never really realizes that it's her. Yeah, they just like for the next, you know, they keep running into each other over yeah. and over and over again. And one of the things the director said to me was that they really tried to, at the beginning of the movie, he's kind of standing, and mm-hmm. he's very tall, which I thought was kind of a bold casting choice for her being uh-huh. seated the whole movie obviously and right. uh and and so as he's getting more attracted to her he he gets lower you know there's more scenes with him sitting and her I sitting yes and, you know things like that and i thought that was really good and well done and it becomes i, uh, more, I uh, it becomes much more personal much yeah. more intimate between them as the movie goes on yeah and i loved their banter like mm-hmm. when she's getting all upset about the squeaky floors <laughs> and all that stuff it was so cute i just loved her and it was really fun and i really liked the inn owner bob the his dad, dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i thought he was really charming i liked that actor i thought he did a good job yeah he was i i agree the whole um it was just it you know it, from our podcast point of view, we always look for the cozy. And this was a cozy yeah. one. This was very Definitely. cozy. Yes. And do you do you feel that oatmeal raisin is a cookie wor- worthy of Christmas? Well, I'm going to have to say yes because it's my wife's favorite. Um, <laughs> so I would be in trouble if I didn't. Not my personal favorite. But I'm going to have to go with yes. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I think there'd be some cookie shaming on my part there. Oatmeal raisin. (laughs) I mean, you can't even make it into a Christmas shape. (laughs) Or put any kind of decorative icing on it. (laughs) It does not count. You can sprinkle cinnamon. That's good enough. (laughs) I guess. Maybe for fall. It seems like we're a fall fall color (laughs) cookie. (laughs) um i love the fact that they worked in the uh the wassail song uh for Mm -hmm. her to sing because of course she's a tony award-winning singer right and that was was beautiful really fun yes beautiful i've loved that this whole season whether on lifetime or hallmark channel working in these broadway actors and getting them to sing has been really fun giving them a chance to work because it's so hard right now Mm -hmm. yeah Um, exactly I have a friend whose brother is in the Lion King and he obviously has not been able to work since last spring Ugh, and it's really it's hard. It makes me so sad. Yeah. I was watching the, uh, 
the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And I absolutely right. loved it on Peacock Network, if anybody has it. And I was just crying. <laughs> I just, it just, oh, it's just I know. so sad. I know. I'm so sad about it. Um, so I, I really loved the whole scene when they were locked in her room. Yeah, he, the doorknob doorknob i i just thought that was really well done he's the classic kind of hot widower that we talk yeah. about in our podcast of course his daughter was really cute she, she was a writer that, actually that was really funny at the beginning when um she was in the hallway spying on him and she turns around and talks to casey not realizing that that's matt's daughter yeah that was hilarious it was so good yeah and uh, I I loved little scenes like when he kind of pushes her up the the ramp and they're holding kind of holding hands that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. That was really sweet. And I uh, and I again in my interview with the director, he said that that a lot of that came from Allie herself because uh-huh. uh, she's recently she's engaged, and so I guess she kind of brought a lot of stuff from her relationship. Oh, that's into, awesome. yeah which is awesome yeah i hope that she gets i hope we get to see a lot of her because i just loved her and i like uh when he said the view is better from down here that was so cute that was very i loved cute. that we also got the scene with him like to, you know trying to figure out what is he going to do because once he finds out his wife painted the, her book covers he's kind of torn up about it yeah. and we see we get a little shirtless shot, which was kind of nice. I was like, "Thank you, Lifetime." <laughs> I did. I did like that. He he does though eventually back up and realize that it was his wife that brought him to her. Yeah, I think that's how he which was so it. nice. Yes, I really like yeah. that. So then you have Jennifer coming in, mm-hmm. and she's like, she's like the activities committee leader or something like that the town like that yeah something like that and so izzy starts to feel kind of jealous and insecure Mm -hmm. about jennifer and matt and they knew each other in high school kind of thing and they're they have this decoration competition and they win which was fun that was fun yeah and i like i like how bob he hurts his his uh ankle and he's just like you you miss all the all the jumps that you you don't take yeah you know, in life <laughs> he, took the um, he was cool yeah and anyway then she sees izzy sees jennifer and matt at the uh at the competition and she gets really insecure and she gives her book a sad ending. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts well, on her way. She sees them hug each other. Yeah. And in so the morning. She, yeah. Yeah. She leaves and she's talking to the editor. And the editor's like, pull over right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I love that editor. She was awesome. Yeah, I did too. I loved her. She was so good. But and, I felt so uh, bad for Matt and Casey because, you know, he like comes bounding down the stairs on Christmas morning. Oh, 
he's ready to have breakfast and then she's gone i felt so bad too and so then she turns around she comes back and i i really liked that too that i don't know for uh like everything there was never a sense of of anybody like i'll like you even though you have a disability that wasn't like that at all right. in this case it was her deciding that she would be accepting of him yeah and 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 his uh whether she could love him like yeah. it was all about her which of course is, is the way it should be right it was a great turnaround i thought yeah yeah and so then he gives her the doorknob which is adorable it was so cute <laughs> i loved it so much and everything ends happy and they're happy and i mean i guess if i was going to nitpick because i love this movie they i guess they they did the kisses through a piece of plastic or whatever then they removed it i don't know if you saw that no uh, i didn't yeah there's but an article I about it thought for the COVID. camera angles were weird i agree i also thought the camera angles were weird on the kiss yeah it was kind of from her back and you could yes. really see it right and i was like why did they do that that was weird and so i i guess it was a COVID thing but oh, well that explains a yeah. lot because i was like what is going on with these angles i don't want you to yeah. see the back of her head which is weird because i mean they're in such close if if she had covid like i feel like her i if she she would give it to him regardless of whether they were kissing right. or not kissing so if you're going to take the risk of being together, you might as well do the kiss the right way. I don't see any reason to do it in pl plastic. I agree completely because you're already spending that much time together. Yeah. You're already within so the six foot distance. Film, right. It, then it's safe enough to kiss film. But that explains everything. Because yeah. I thought that was the weirdest kiss. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. wait, I can't see anything. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is actually either my first favorite or second favorite christmas movie of 2020 i loved wow. it i just thought it was so romantic and sweet uh -huh. and i loved her and i thought it was funny and so and something different so i have a very high score for it i'm going to give it a 4.8 wow stars yeah i loved it That's i have very awesome. few flaws with it yeah yeah what, I'm gonna, what will you give it i'm gonna stick to a three 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 point five just because yeah I, I, like i told you i love the story and i oh my gosh she just made me happy um and but i just the for me the chemistry wasn't as strong as i would like to it yeah or it have been and and that's totally understandable well Real quick, I wanted to give my little review of a movie called I Hate New Year's. And this movie is uh, a feature film, but that you can get on VOD. And uh, it is about a singer who uh, comes home for New Year's. She's kind of struggling. She's there with her BFF friend who secretly is in love with her. 
and they end up going out on new year's even though she hates new year's and they have all kinds of shenanigans and maybe they realize they might have more in common than they thought more in love with each other or whatever than they thought and so this i was i think it it, it is very small budget uh so you can feel it sometimes not all the acting is like great but overall i enjoyed it i thought it was sweet especially like the second half of the movie some of the musical sequences i think are too long <laughs> the uh the lead uh the two leads uh dia frampton and ashley argata i guess are both singers so i think that's why mm. they sing a lot um uh, but nevertheless it was cute i thought they had pretty good chemistry and uh, so if you're up for a New Year's movie, uh, then you should check that out. All right. Yeah. Okay. So last one that we're going to talk about is The Santa Squad. And so this movie stars Rebecca Dalton from Good Witch fame mm-hmm. and Aaron Ashmore. And it's an unemployed art teacher accepts a job with the Santa Squad to help lift the spirits of a wealthy widower gordon and his two adorable daughters as she helps the broken family rediscover the magic of christmas she finds something she didn't expect true love so overall what did you think of this one overall i mean i enjoyed it i like the setup of the story it's kind of a traditional christmas story as far as these Mm -hmm. things go Uh, but i have to say i adored bill and connie the older couple Oh my god! Oh yeah, they were fun. Yeah, loved yeah. them. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it it was a cute Christmas story. I would like this movie better if it wasn't called The Santa Squad because <laughs> that led me to an expectation of getting a Santa Squad, which we didn't get. I like, would agree with you. Like that sounds so amazing. The Santa Squad? Are you kidding right. me? That sounds so fun. This should have been called The Christmas Nanny. Oh, that's what good it was. One, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, actually, this should have, for it to be called the Santa Squad, this should have a lot more kids in it. A lot yeah, and kids. a lot more Santas. Yes, agreed. <laughs> a squad of Santas. A squad of never got. <laughs> I was very disappointed. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it was perfectly cute, and I enjoyed it. Um, you have uh, the, she ends up getting assigned to work with the with uh gordon and his house mm-hmm. and he's dating kimmy who's obviously the worst person not only because she wants him to send his kids to boarding school which oh, is horrible which, which means you're evil in one of these <laughs> movies but then also <laughs> she has a giant white christmas tree and that is code in these movies for being a terrible human <laughs> If you have a white Christmas tree. You're horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, as soon as she's gone, they immediately go and cut down a live tree and, get and rid replace of the, white one. the white tree. Right. And I have dreamed of having a white Christmas tree for many years. I actually have a small white Christmas tree because I don't have the guts, the fortitude <laughs> to have to have my main Christmas tree be the white Christmas tree. I've watched too many Hallmark movies. You know what? I have to tell you, it takes guts because my mom took our family tree one year, put it away, bought this enormous white tree and put (laughs) 
burgundy Christmas balls all over it. And I, I didn't Ugh. even know what to say to her. Your mom's we a hero. Just, we stood there and stared at it and we told her how beautiful it was. We didn't even know what to do. But only one year? That was it? It was she... It was two. It was two. It went up the next year oh, before two. anyone could do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. That was this Kimmy here with her like blue blue ornaments. And, yeah, like fabric and, uh, or something. Yeah. I mean, I have never seen a white Christmas tree that's that big as was in this movie. It was huge. It was, huge. It was like a 15 yeah. Yeah. I'm like, the girl has some design. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So we find out that Gordon, he missed out on a bike, the bike he wanted as a kid. And this is the main catalyst for him becoming a successful businessman. And that he wanted to make sure that his kids never missed out on a Christmas present that they really wanted. But of course, what they really want is time with their dad. Exactly. So I do appreciate that this film did not give us the scene, which is so cringy and I hate, of sitting in the boardroom and the per- the person, the, ba- the the man lost in business stopping and saying, I've got to leave right now. <laughs> and you know what I mean? I hate that scene. It's so bad. <laughs> he did. It's like he- just. He spent all of his time in his office at home, but yeah. he was behind this little desk. And I was yeah. like, a man as powerful as you should really have a much bigger desk. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I just, I, whenever they have those scenes, I'm always just, just finish the meeting. Just yes. finish. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so he, he is dating Kimmy and uh, then uh she comes in and she's the best what kid wouldn't love her she teaches them how to make gifts and ornaments and there's glitter everywhere and and they she, super well, fun. she brings in a box of stuff that decorated their entire house essentially yeah she they decorated yeah. everything which sends kimmy over the edge <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> um the girls love her the kids were i thought pretty cute for mm-hmm. this kind of oh film. i thought so too yeah mm-hmm. and but they they have this whole scene where uh so Allie has car trouble and the girls are like oh you should go you should take her dad take mm-hmm. her and it was like this was some kind of date but is am i wrong that they had dinner at her house yeah they no, they did and i don't understand how she did that I don't understand how she did it, and it seems a little rude to me. Yeah, <laughs> he takes he takes her home, then she has to make dinner. Exactly. I mean, they could have picked something up. They. And I, I was guess. like, I think on the way home, why don't we just stop here? I mean, I, I kind of have a lot of money. I can buy us dinner. Yeah. Instead of you have to make dinner right. when I'm the one helping you, and this is supposed to be a semi date. I was a little kind of confused by that and so then they have this whole scene where they're baking cookies Mm -hmm. and she so they're then they're outside and oven mitt is left in the oven and it starts to smoke up right and he has this just insane reaction he says yeah i can't risk my girls around you anymore (laughs) 
Like, I mean, it's what? so the whole thing is crazy. It's crazy because I mean, it's I like, just, I, and and it's another situation where I would have been just like, all right, everyone, calm down. It's an yeah. it. We're fine. But he throws her out, like fires her right there. Yeah, I mean, it's as if they they never had the smoke alarm ever go off in their home exactly. ever. Like it's never happened. Um, so, uh, yeah. So he fires her for yeah. this, and and then the girls are like, "Wait a minute, we did it. We are the ones who left the oven mitt in the oven." Right. So, I'd be pretty mad at him for doing this. I would too. Well, and uh, then she goes back that evening for her last check. I'm like, yeah, a little fresh. I think I would be like. It. I know I would have too for sure <laughs> until after New Year's probably. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so then you Bill ends up in the emergency room, uh-huh. which I think helped sort of it helped uh, them kind of get over the oven mitt trauma, and so they're concerned. And then we find out Connie says, "Oh, I should have told him that I loved him all along," which was really cute. And it turns out it's just a. a like a heart uh, murmur or whatever. It's not like a big deal. Yeah, medicine. He messed his medicine up. Yeah, he messed his medicine. And so then you have Gordon kind of being a lame Santa. He doesn't even have any stuffing in his... (laughs) He doesn't have a beard or anything. Yeah, that is a beard. I'm like, come on. (laughs) I'm like, I hope that would have been really... Believe still, because you're not going to throw a loop there. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, it would have been really cute if he'd like gone up to Rebecca Dalton and been like, "Ho ho ho" or something like that. But no, <laughs> they did not. <laughs> uh, and uh, so then he decides he's going to take a leave of absence from his job because, as we've learned today, jobs are evil, <laughs> jobs yeah. are bad, <laughs> and he's going to be with his kids and it's going to be amazing and then they kiss under the mistletoe and she's going to move into the house yeah that no, was they're fast. progressing <laughs> I, mean, I guess she'll have her own wing you know until yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah that was really so, it was it really was and they're all so, kind of there we go family like, you know so it's a big they've made their own little family there with uh the two the new couple and the guy from the rec center (laughs) so aside from the disappointing title what would you give the saint squad um maybe a three maybe a two yeah i yeah i agree with you i'm gonna give it a three it was fine uh but i don't think it's good as the other ones so yeah i i think that um as with any weekend they kind of you know they kind of they start strong and then end but you know <laughs> hallmark it's is a, the opposite it's a monday movie in strong yeah, it was the a monday, monday movie, movie. <laughs> the monday movie is like a bonus movie it is <laughs> <laughs> so there we go that is the films for this week let us know what you think if you got to see any of these if you liked them, didn't like them, if you agree with us, put it in the comment section. We'd love to hear your thoughts or let us know on Twitter. And uh, so where can people find your podcast and in, in your social medias and everything? 
Uh, we are at Podcast Cozy, and um, you can find everything um, where uh, you can probably find our podcast just about anywhere. Um, but check out iTunes or Spotify where you can find us there. We are right in the middle of season four right now. Great. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews for both of our podcasts. We really appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our Patreon group, which has tons of fun perks and benefits. And we have our merch store, which has holiday designs on sale right now. So please check that out. We'd really, 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 really appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on and doing this. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And uh, so thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.